0: Hey guys, it's Sakshi and I'm here with Sana and you're listening to
1: Open One, with each episode titled to act as a note to you.
0: So grab a coffee or go for a walk and get ready to discuss all the shower thoughts and deep conversations you were probably also thinking of.
1: Hey guys, it's Sana and I'm here with Sakshi and we are back. It's been hectic with finals and technical issues, but we are back and thank you for being so patient with us.
0: As 2020 is coming to an end, I feel like we've spent a lot of time by ourselves and naturally we've really gotten to know ourselves on another level
1: we caught ourselves talking about pet peeves the other day and thought you'd like to sit in on this conversation. Um, Mind you, these are just the small things that bother us because of course there are bigger things to be angered by, which is a whole different conversation because if 2020 has taught us another thing, it would be that outrage and standing up for what you believe in is so important.
0: Today's episode will highlight some of our thoughts around some of our pet peeves and how important it is to decide how and where you're spending your time. Open when you want to start protecting your own energy.
1: actually knows this, but it takes a lot for me to get irritated or angry. Literally, I think I get angrier when I'm hungry compared to like any other situation, but I do have a few things that definitely irk me. So yeah, let's just get into it. So my first one is energy not being reciprocated. So I'm a big energy person and not like this hyperball of energy, but like effort. Does that make sense? So like, for example, we're in a social situation, like a dinner or whatever, and I'm talking to you. Like, I'm going to put all into this conversation? Like, I'm going to, you know, ask questions, and I'm definitely going to lead the flow of the conversation. You know, I think I'm a pretty decent conversationalist, but after all this, if the other person doesn't reciprocate this energy or effort, I'm going to feel a little icky about it. And I know that no one owes you anything, so that makes me wonder sometimes if this pet peeve is rooted in someone else, or is it on me? So, for example, my friends and I were actually talking about this a couple weeks ago. You know, she calls me, up and she's like getting ready for this date and she's like, Sana, one of the big things I'm scared about is what if I don't stop talking about myself? Like, what if I just keep going on and on about myself? And in this moment, I was literally just laughing my head off. I was like, that is just so bizarre because for me, I don't really offer up information if the other person doesn't ask, you know, unless we're like really comfortable. Like, if I ask something and we're talking and they aren't like, oh, what about you? Like, I'll just brush over it. Like, it's not a big deal, but should I be taking on the initiative to then talk about myself? Like, I don't want to come off as a narcissist. Does that make sense?
0: I can definitely confirm that this bothers me so much, too. And yes, the other person doesn't owe you anything. And I mean, I think I'm the same way in terms of, like, not speaking about myself right off the bat. But I will talk about myself to get the other person comfortable. And it's usually, like, funny or relatable information, just to you know get the other person talking as well or i'll straight up just make fun of them i mean if i'm getting that like vibe that they would be chill i would just straight up make fun of them and i think that just makes the whole situation more lighthearted and you know just like good vibes all around
1: yeah like for sure um if it's relevant i'll definitely include my piece um, I just think I'm always careful to not be that person that responds like, oh, cool.
0: <laughs> but anyways, back to me. Right. But like we were talking about, you know, not offering up information because they didn't ask. But at the same time, like, I feel like what about you is the next logical question anyways. It, like, for example, if I ask you something and I'm trying to get to know you and you don't also ask what about you, A, that's really awkward. And B, I feel like that's one of the key ways to just know that the energy just isn't matched entirely. You know, but I mean, I guess that being said, some people also just don't do small talk anyway, myself included. So it makes sense that in those types of situations, you're just unsure what to do next because you're already uncomfortable with the entire conversation. Um, But I think that's a different topic altogether, anyways.
1: Absolutely. Same. I literally am not a small talk person at all. Um, Like, although I like having a solid conversation, I will not continue a conversation just for the sake of continuing it. Um, Side note, this is a super minor pet peeve, but speaking of small talk, I hate when guys text you, what are you doing, like, W-Y-D. Like, once in a while, I guess it's fine, whatever, but if that's your go-to for everything and then you reply with... (laughs) haha <laughs> nothing much like bro
0: get out of my face dude Why? going back to how you were talking about energy not being reciprocated I think inconsistency slash not being clear with your intentions really go hand in hand with that and this one is like my number one pet peeve and I think it's because it just boggles my mind how easy this is to do but people just don't do it I mean I'm really big on this idea of deciding what your intentions are and then just sticking with them like if I meet someone new for the first time and you know I'm putting in the effort to reach out and i'm keeping a relatively constant communication flow i expect the other person to do the same like unless you don't want to and that's cool like you know we don't all have to get along but at least let me know instead of playing you know the hot and cold game because i'm super hypersensitive in these situations and sana you know this but i will immediately assume that the fault is mine or i did something to provoke this hot and cold behavior and i will literally overthink myself to death which is on me i guess but this is one of the main reasons why it just bothers me so much because i feel like when you meet someone new you shouldn't be worrying about the nature of like the friendship or relationship at all in that sense like you should just be worrying about making your intentions clear and that way that saves everyone time and energy
1: Um, yeah, (laughs) I'm not here for this either. I think that someone somewhere made this dumb rule that you can't seem too interested And you have to play some kind of mind game and, like, mess with their heads. No, no, no. Um, I'm pretty straightforward with my thoughts and actions, so you will definitely know what I'm thinking or feeling. Um, For example, I know some people who will be like, oh, they texted after 30 minutes. Now I have to wait, like, 45 minutes to text back. Like, dude, what? If I'm on my phone, I'll text back. Whether it's, like, a second later or hours, it just, it shouldn't be so deep.
0: I, for one, do not understand how being unavailable is an attractive quality Like, if you do that, I'm just going to assume you won't have time for me in the future for whatever it is we're going to get ourselves into, and I will immediately stop trying to grow that connection. I mean, just text the person back. I promise you prompt responses aren't a testament to any other personality trait other than the fact that you respect the other person's time and just genuinely want to get to know them better.
1: You mentioned how sometimes... This leads you down like a path of overthinking, and don't get me wrong, I feel like we've all been there and done that. But a lot of times for me, I'm just like I like I'm a head out. Legit dude, if I'm in a situation like that, I'm like a board mission. Some people can put up with that, but I will not. You know, there are already aspects of my life where my head is being messed with, so I just I don't need that. And on top of that, I think it just it really speaks on someone's maturity. Like you guys are gonna be like, oh, Sun is being really harsh, but no, for real. If you're playing mind games. I'm just gonna assume you're, like, immature.
0: You know what this reminds me of, Sana? It's like going to the ATM and wanting to withdraw cash, but you're not sure if the ATM's gonna work and give you your money or just eat your card, but you try anyway. Everyone should have access to a working ATM, and if the ATM is out of service, then you can just save your card and go to another one.
1: You heard her, folks.
0: Access to working ATMs in 2021. Also, this is beyond just friendships and relationships. I think this works even in the workplace and really any social situation i expect a clear line of communication with anyone that i talk to this
1: definitely is about everything i think you know like i'm literally in the process of hunting someone down like a loan shark to get paid for this one project i worked on because they've been stringing me along for like two months now like dude just tell me when you're gonna pay me and follow through you know clear communication that is just all i want while
0: we're on the topic of things other people do that just make no sense another big one for me is being talked to in a condescending way and okay not just that but someone you Using, you know, I'm just kidding or it's just a joke to cover up something that they said that was blatantly disrespectful or rude. And you know, I'm not talking about like the harmless jokes our friends make with us, you know, those are just our friends being our friends. But I'm talking about like, you know, those jabs that someone might throw at you that you know is not okay, and then so they use humor to deflect it or just as an excuse to get away with it. Like, you just know on some subliminal level that they were not joking. So that to me is super annoying because, you know, the other person is put in a situation where they can't even get upset because then everyone around them is just going to assume that they can't take a joke. And, you know, I just think being able to tell the difference between, you, you know, your friends messing with you and being genuinely dragged down is super important.
1: Yeah, okay. So definitely, I think in this kind of situation, obviously I'm not saying it's cool for this other person or friend to do this, but... Also, I think you have to learn how to be so stern and firm about what you think about yourself or how you see yourself to the point where you're like, I don't really care what you have to say about me right now because I know myself better than you do so have at it chief speaking of people putting people down um my second pet peeve is when people put other people down to feel good about themselves you know in the first episode i mentioned how i'm a firm believer that someone else's success doesn't take away from your own so when people minimize someone else's success or they just talk bad about someone i'm like you, you did that for what? <laughs> like you woke up this morning and you chose violence. Like, I don't know. I think it's just an automatic turn off for me.
0: The worst part is I feel like our generation is just naturally bred to be competitive. And you know, healthy competition is something completely different. It, it's fine. It's completely valid. But there is one key thing to remember is that if you have to put someone else down to validate the own feat of your success, chances are you didn't even earn that thing on your own merits or hard work. Because real success isn't something that needs to be qualified by an external factor okay i just thought of this one and this to me is just an all-around frustrating situation because you're genuinely just helpless but when you're telling the truth and someone thinks you're lying because literally you're in such a position of defeat like you can't prove it and you can't The more you deny it the more they're just going to think you're you know being defensive so i think this is one of the best ways to really just get on someone's nerves
1: i think it's kind of hilarious that this bothers you because i definitely find myself in these situations because i think i'm like a relatively just smiley giggly kind of person so when people are like oh you're smiling you're definitely lying i'm like no I, i just find this situation hilarious
0: Okay, same, because I will also start laughing and make the whole situation worse, so that I guess that's also on me.
1: Alright, so my last pet peeve is closed-mindedness or ignorance. Um, So studying abroad in India has taught me a lot, right? One of which is that people from different backgrounds will have different mindsets and different thought processes. Um, (laughs) I feel like we have to make this into a game now, take a shot of water every time Sana mentions she studies abroad. Um, But yeah, I'm not saying that I was like this ignorant child before, but it's definitely broadened my perspective of the world, right? So if we're discussing something, whether it's politics or whatever, I'll try my best to see where you're coming from, partially to destroy you. (laughs) Um, No, but I'll definitely try to understand where you're coming from and what you're thinking. And so I kind of expect this from the other person as well. So when someone is so dead set in their opinion and is like, no, I am absolutely right and you you're wrong it's just uh it's so infuriating it's like talking to a wall like do you care more about learning or are you more invested in being right And I don't wanna generalize people, but from my experiences, I usually go through this when I am talking to people from older generations. You know, they can be so stubborn and refuse to believe that there is more than one right way to do something. And it's just so important to not let your ego get in the way of your growth. Like, it's okay to be wrong, but it's not okay to be
0: ignorant. I definitely agree. And I think this is the one where we tend to, you know, deal with this more with the older generation for sure. And, you know, it's it's important to remember that, of course, 90 percent of their mindset and reaction is due to the way that they grew up and, you know, their life experiences. But, of course, that's still not an excuse to continue to not educate yourself. And, you know, I think it's just important for generations like that and those type of people to just realize that perspectives change as times change so we kind of started off this episode with a list of things that absolutely annoy us and i swear we are generally positive people and we have a point it's all connected with so many things out there that just kill your vibe it's just that much more important to learn how to protect your energy
1: In reference to us talking about clear intentions or situations with our friends, I think setting your boundaries is pretty important. And I don't have too much experience with this, but I'm sure it can be difficult depending on who's involved. But you've got to do what you got to do. And if the people involved are there in your life with the right intentions, they will respect that.
0: Right. And I don't know about you, Sana, but I am one of those people that will literally go out of my way to be there for someone should they need it. So it's especially hard for me to not be someone's Uber or therapist or doctor if they need it and I guess in that sense protecting my energy has been really essential for me this year just so I don't dream myself trying to be all these things for other people
1: yeah for sure you're definitely the kind of person who is more affected by people and their energies like directly compared to me. Like I mentioned earlier, it takes a lot for me to get influenced by other people, and recently, this a lot benchmark has been reached. So, last weekend, I decided on going off slash minimizing activity on social media, not because I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix and think social media is the devil, but one, school's getting a lot, but also... Two, the holidays are coming up, and I love the holidays, but what's been bothering me recently is seeing people post on their socials about their huge gatherings without masks or them at these, like, really crowded bars, and I don't know, I just think it's so disrespectful. And being part of the medical community, I hear about the work conditions, you know, my colleagues are in and how they're trying so hard to keep people alive. And a lot of us have lost people to covid. So me taking the step to minimize seeing this is kind of my way of protecting my energy, you know, limiting how much you consume, but not how much you care.
0: I think my way of doing this is kind of what I mentioned earlier, which is putting my needs before anyone else's. You know, we're so used to the idea of being called selfish for doing something like that, but I mean, think of it this way. If you're like me and you feel guilty every time you can't be there for someone even though it's like a minor thing, just remember that you can't help other people if you're struggling yourself to any degree so in that way you're picking and choosing your battles and this will ultimately help you help other people better when they really need it. Um, So I think that's just a great way to think about it, especially, you know, if you're one of those people that just is always wanting to be there for someone else.
1: Yeah. Um, There was this interview with Keanu Reeves where he says something along the lines of, I'm at this point in my life where I keep myself out of arguments. Like, even if you tell me one plus one equals five, like, I bet you're correct. And I felt this on a spiritual level. Obviously, you can't be apathetic about everything. Like, there are things in this world that you have to fight for that are non-negotiable, like human and rights but for the petty things just let it go um if you need to figure out if something is petty or worth being upset about man i can't remember which youtuber this is from it was one of the like productivity youtubers but essentially they were talking about this five by five rule which is like whatever you're upset about is it going to matter in five years If not, then don't dwell on it for more than five minutes.
0: I've actually heard that rule too, and you know, if I'm being real, it's something I think everyone should try to live by. Another great way to figure out what's straining you and what you need to change in your life is simply by keeping a mental list of people you genuinely enjoy spending time with and you know just keep track of how you feel around those specific people or situations. We know it's easier said than done, but we've all learned the famous law of conservation of energy at some point in our lives. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. And hear me out. I know this is applicable to physical energy, but it's not so different with mental energy. So the more energy you save and conserve for yourself, the more of that energy will be useful elsewhere when needed. This has been Open When with Sakshi and Sana. In one
1: of our previous episodes, we made fun of Sakshi's obsession with hallmark romantic comedies. Come back next week to hear us dissect them and absolutely tear them apart.
0: You guys, I am so excited to be doing this next episode. I'll be super in my element, and as much as I love them, I will admit that there are a few things I wish Hallmark did to make the experience much more relatable. Thank you guys so much for tuning in after our week-long hiatus, but we're back and better than ever. And as usual, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, that we made you think a little bit, and we'll see you guys here again next week.
1: As always, connect with us on Instagram at Open One Podcasts and if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world if you left a rating and a review. We've been reading the reviews, and y'all's feedback is just amazing. We really appreciate it, and we will see y'all next week.